Is there ice in my cup? Uh huh. Yeah, sure. I take an ice cube out of my cup and throw it at her head. <laughs> <laughs> Hi all, and welcome to another episode of Radio D&D. We really wanted to find a way to share our current campaign, so thanks for joining us. Before we get started, let's introduce ourselves. I'm your Dungeon Master, James Landoff, joined here by... Hi, I'm Stephanie, and I play Lux. My name is Mike, and I play Marcus. My name is Casey, and I play Beatrice. Hello, my name's Ethan, and I play Zephyr. Now, let's roll that recap. Hey there, all you fine fellows. You're listening to 98.3 The Drop. Last time, our party found themselves in dire straits as Lorian, their resident paladin, attacked Anubis, claiming there was one more demon left. It was clear Lorian's mind was not his own, and after subduing him, the party confined him to a magic circle designed to ward celestials. Entering a deep meditation, Lorian met his grandfather, Lothric whose soul had been imprisoned by Praetith since his last stand against the Demon King. Lorraine was consoled by his party, who offered to help him rid him of this fallen angel. In a sheer force of will, Lorraine was pulled from the circle, leaving behind the spirit of Praetith, the source of Lorraine's divine power. But Praetith would not go easily. He summoned the remainder of his strength, lashing out at the party in his unholy rage. When brought to the threshold of death, he surged with necrotic energy, prompting his undeath. But Lorian had found new power too. Instead, Lothric fueled his divine power, having been released from Praetith at last. With his party's help, Lorian managed to vanquish Praetith once and for all. Our party breathed a collective breath of relief as the remaining demons withdrew, leaving the streets in shambles. With their retreat, an image was projected into the minds of everyone in the Tenth Kingdom, the visage of a demon with large curled horns and who sat upon a throne, claiming he would return. All of your hit points, spells, hit die, reset, uh, because a bit of time is going to pass between the last session and today's session. In-game time, it's around a month which during that time several several things happen so yeah basically after after the demon incursion there was for obvious reasons a lot of civil unrest people began to feel like their government wasn't able to protect them and actually during the incursion you guys would have heard reports of an orcish militia group uh, who used firearms to protect a lot of the citizens of the lower district, which the, the government, you know, tries to regulate the best it can. But yeah, that, that was a, a point of, of concern, uh, especially with them also closing the, the walls to the upper district the, the moment the incursion occurred. Let's see, what else? These people haven't been brought up before. They've been around, they just haven't been as prominent. Uh, but there is a 
organization called the MLE, which stands for Magical Law Enforcement. They are basically uh, the enforcement officers for the 10th Kingdom and use magical means to do so. Uh, they also regulate the use of magic, which uh, the use of magic has begun to come under stricter regulation. Before this, if you were casting one uh, first or second or, or sometimes even third level spells, it wasn't really that big of a deal if you didn't have a permit. But um, the government has begun cracking down on, on the use of magic uh, without permits because the only way to actually legally cast spells and practice magic is if you have a degree through the college. What else? There is currently a recession. For reasons unknown, the kingdom is undergoing a recession due to various expenses it claims, uh, one of them being uh, demon investigation. You all would know that to be not completely truthful. As you would know, the there's a large amount of gold unaccounted for. Uh, and the last thing that is a point of interest during this time is a draft has been formed. Uh, it is not limited to sex or race. Uh, anyone above the age of 18 can be drafted for future use in, in any uh, wars or the like. Are there any questions? Wow, a lot of stuff has happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I have any questions. Mm-hmm. What happens uh, so, to demon hordes? Are they uh, just obliterated or are they still roaming around? They have, the incursion only lasted um, a couple of days, after which a message was broadcasted by a unknown, an unknown person. It was not done via airwaves or television, but uh, rather brainwaves uh, projected into the mind of every citizen in the 10th kingdom. He announced that this was only the beginning and that all would bow before him one way or another. And after that, the hordes seemingly vanished into thin air. Okay, then. All right. Well... Oh, so uh, be be careful when you're you're casting spells. Um, if you're doing it if you're doing it in the city, there is you know if you're doing it in in the streets or in public, it might pose a risk to you. Oh, that's that is not great for me. <laughs> I uh, didn't... funny funny enough, gun control isn't uh, the the fear here. It's the use of magic in this world. So. Spell control. <laughs> yeah, spell oh, control. Uh, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, uh. What ha Okay, here's my question. What happens if you didn't go to college and you're uh, then, using magic? Then you, you do not have a permit. Uh, you are practicing magic illegally. Great. There are some corporations or businesses that do give you a permit outside of the university 
uh, but you are only able to practice the spells under their watch, and they are responsible for any law breakings you may do with that magic. The MLE, the officers do know magic and use it to uphold the law, but you don't necessarily need a college degree or a license from them to practice the magic. The MLE gives you the ability to practice magic on your own. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, any any other questions? I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Man, nothing makes you wish that you were a sorcerer with subtle spell, like legal magic. How has this new policy affected, like, the magic stores? Like, for example, Ellie's uh, Elixirs. Has that affected that at all, given the prevalence of magic? So the, as long as they have the proper licenses and, and documentation, they need to be, they're, they're cracking down on, on more of like, who are you selling this to, um, things like that. But there are still some of those magic shops uh, that are pseudo under the cover magic shops, uh, kind yeah. of like the one Lux found uh, that, that tried to con her out of that potion. That successfully conned me out of that potion. <laughs> That potion got gone. Have there been like a lot of arrests of illegal magic users lately in the last month? Um, not really. It's okay. magic is one of those things that's very difficult to maintain and, and enforce, uh, mm -hmm. specifically because unless they're in the streets, you know, casting magic in broad daylight in front of an MLE officer or in a populated place, mm -hmm. it's, it's not really known who is a caster. Everyone who's went through the college is a registered magic user. Mm -hmm. Occasionally, they'll be able to identify sorcerers at birth and either inhibit their magic or send them to private schools for, for training. Mm -hmm. But if you're a bard or learn magic some other way, it, it can be difficult. Okay. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Not, yeah. not to say you won't get in trouble if, if someone sees you casting a spell in public. Yeah, I'm going to try not to do that, considering I have to whip out my fucking violin to do it. Pretty obvious, but mm -hmm. that's all for me, question-wise. For the record, Marcus is not okay with any of this. <laughs> Yeah, I think Lux is very uncomfortable for a variety of reasons. What? Government's supposed to make you guys feel feel safe and do things in your best interest. Or you, you don't you don't like it? No. Or <laughs> <More> blades. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we hate yeah. the government. Fuck them. <laughs> we don't even have schools. How does one get to college? Where is the is there a college Please. and where is it? Uh, the college is in the upper district. Oh, of um, course. There are preparatory schools, but they are private institutions. Right. Can you take like night classes from this? Uh, yeah, there's there's classes of all sorts in the college. Uh, mm -hmm. It's just expensive is all. Of course it is. Casey, do you, do you have any questions? Did my dad like his vacation? Uh, we'll, we'll come to that. Um, <laughs> I, I want to... I want to ask uh, all of you, you know, what your what your character does during this month of uh, 
this month period of uncertainty? So artificer is kind of like a caster, but not really a caster. How does that affect what they do and what they build? Uh, well, artificers like B aren't necessarily uh, registered spellcasters. They are under the same under the same watch as like say a bard because a bard still does magic. So does an artificer. It's just through mechanical means. Okay, we're fucked. In conclusion, and we have Halo. Oh no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Halo can probably get certified a lot easier. Uh, he could get certified through a uh, a church. Never mind. B and I are fucked. Um, uh, if you remember, Halo was actually going to college before uh, he he dropped out. Oh, that's right. So they they probably have his name somewhere on file. Oh fuck! I have a question. Well, uh, go ahead. I use magic to create my battle bee, or was that is that just pure mechanical? It'd be mechanical in the same way as you owning a TV. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I want to make sure. A TV is considered magical, so are cars, so are every technological device you can own. Um, yeah. Got nice. license for a TV? Yeah, you have a TV license. <laughs> Wait, so is it illegal? No. Okay. <laughs> cool. That's all I need to know. The the worry in your voice was like <laughs> adorable. You were like, wait. <laughs> so who would like to go first with what they do during this month? I guess Marcus would probably head back into the upper upper section mm-hmm. to uh, you know check in with his good old buddy, uh, the good old pirates who float around to do things. Uh, make sure that they're doing well and uh, see what kind of a tiny property he's turning by giving guns to everybody. Yeah, so he, he you, you will notice that the, the guns that you had saw last time you were here are definitely gone. Uh, they've been moved somewhere else. And you will also notice that his ship has sustained uh, heavy amounts of damage, which uh, he will tell you uh, he used to to fight off many of the demons uh, during a day of hell, which is what people are calling it. Cool. It is, it is not airworthy at the moment, uh, but once it's repaired, should be able to pick her up and Most go on some, uh, you know, expeditions or, or uh, adventures. That's good to know. I really was just really more concerned to make sure he uh, survived, uh, given his almost a fairly reckless nature. I'd also probably want to stop by Ellie's to see how she's doing and ask her a couple of questions along the way. Yeah, so you talk to her and she actually, when you're talking to her, you, you get the feeling that she's uh, a little annoyed. It seems like a lot of uh, her stock is having to go to the government for you know relief supplies which she's not too happy about oh i'll bet i'll bet she's not happy about that (laughs) at some point he would try to work in a conversation about more abstract elements or chemicals or just something that might resemble 
the world of the zap train. Uh, what do you, what do you mean specifically? The chromoplasm. Yeah, so you uh, you say that word and there is actually a, a visible expression on her face. And um, I guess in, in character, she, she would say, oh, you don't strike me as a scholar, Marcus. Uh, you don't have to be a scholar to come across things in your travels. You learn things by picking them up. Fair enough. Well, what is it you want to know about it? Uh, does it exist in this world? How easy is it to make? And what are the properties of it? It is excruciatingly difficult to make. And it is in short supply. Does it come from somewhere specifically? She shrugs and gives you like a little bit of a smirk. Okay. If I were to try and find some of this, it might be helpful if I could get you some as well. Would that be of assistance to you? I think I have it handled, Marcus, but I appreciate it. Hmm. You get the feeling there is something she is obviously not telling you. There no yeah. insight role needed. Yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out how to kind of weasel this out of her. Mm. Um, Oh, anyways, okay, so Marcus would would ask her what purpose she has for chromoplasm. What could she use it for? You're not an alchemist, are you, Marcus? I thought we established that. Precisely. It's very difficult to explain. Uh, it has a number of uses, but the... Mm, more arcane nature of chromoplasm is very difficult to explain without getting into I'm, I'm sure you understand it's not exactly something I can discuss with you of tea I got some time I'd be willing to learn more looking to pick up new skills new information well as you can see and she'll turn around to, to show that her, her goblins are, are working as hard as ever I have my hands full at the moment. At the moment, yes. It seems like they have their hands full. I would still like to know a little bit more about this particular element. Okay. You can make a persuasion check if you would like. Oh dear. This is not going to work out well. Do you have your um, quality of living die that you'd like to spend? I have not spent it yet, and I have a modest living, so that's a D4, isn't it? Uh, yes, you may you may use that if you would wish. I think I would. Okay, a 10. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think with a 10 she's willing. Uh, so she just shakes her hand. She's like, I think I'll keep my trade secrets, but thank you. Maybe some other time. Well, uh... Clearly, not going to get anywhere else. So, he, Marcus would pretty much just uh, get up. If he's wearing a hat, he'd tilt it to her and say, You know what? If you ever need discreet work done, you know how to get in touch with me. At that, she'll nod and um, gesture uh, to the door as you leave. I'll keep that in mind. Alrighty then. Uh, is that the last thing Marcus like would like to do during this time? 
he would probably tinker with his uh, rifle to add the speed loader uh, thing to it. All right. Cool. That's it for me. All right. Uh, yeah, what does what speed do? The finals for the robot fighting league uh, were coming up, so she would spend a lot of her time helping her dad fix up some of the robots that they had so they had a chance of be, um, beating their rivals. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you did you go to pick up your dad from the airport after his vacation? I did. I drove my Jeep. Yeah, he would have come back in his... He's still wearing the sort of like meditation white robes that they, they had at the, the retreat. And yeah, he, he seems to be having a difficult time. It seems the, the airport is under heightened security, same as same as everywhere, basically. But yeah, he, he sees you and his, his eyes light up. And uh, that's that's when you guys go home. Um, the fighting, the robot fighting, probably would have been delayed due to the incursion for for obvious reasons. But uh, you are you are welcome to participate. Yes, they would try to fix up something real quick to try to enter into the final rounds. They really want to beat their rivals, the Hamilton family. Okay, and that's it. And then she would recruit Shunwei. Awesome. Oh, and she learned, she like does a little bit more studying. So, um, like during her free time. So she like learns more, she learns more, um, infusions mm-hmm. for her items. Yeah. So there's probably some preliminary rounds, uh, for the robot fighting league. Uh, go ahead and make a tinker check for me to see how well you do in the first round. So go ahead 16. and 16. Pretty good. All right, you you win the preliminary round, uh, so you come out with wow, ten gold from that. Sweet, my dad gets most of that. I get three of that. All right, uh, is there anything else you would like to do during this month? I want to go to Waffle House. Okay. I want to yes. go to Huddle House. Yes. Mm-hmm. I want to go. Hold on. Let me Google this other place. I want to go to Pancake Pantry. So many breakfast restaurants. I don't even know <laughs> if some of these exist. Hold on. Hold on. There's one more. Um, somebody told me about it. And I want to go. I think it's called the Little House of Pancakes. That's it. All right. Try okay. out some new breakfast restaurants. Did other you than like Waffle House? Did you rate Crazy. them? Did I raid them? No, rate them. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'll give you like a report later. It'll be in Chicago citations. I'll cite them. I'll have the website. It'll be I, at least three pages. I I appreciate uh, your bibliography. <laughs> She'll give a solid one. Thank you. She like has a book. She's like a little manual thing on the kitchen counter. That's like restaurants in the Tenth Kingdom area. <laughs> All right, and uh, with that luck. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. I want to ask, ask my dad how his trip went. Uh, he he would uh, tell you it went really well. It was really relaxing. Okay, I'm done. Um, anything else B would like to do? She would give Battle B a good washing. And okay. she would make omelets with Shinwei. Perfect. 
Uh, and lastly, what does Lux do during this month? Uh, I think it's a very stressful month for her. Um, I mm-hmm. don't know if normally during a month she would like go to music lessons and maybe like have a performance or something. And I'm assuming that all of that has just fallen to the wayside. So she might try to give some lessons if she, I mean, I don't think she had any students, but if any of her teachers, students were interested, she might try to do that if, if um, Astrid was not giving lessons at that time she may organize some sort of like uh I don't know gazebo performance or something really light um I think she's very concerned about the spell stuff Mm -hmm. uh not that she's casting a lot but she she already is like on the she was already on the fringes of being illegal doing Mm -hmm. magic stuff um she's got like detect thoughts and she's got some you know she's in illegal stuff uh she would try to get in contact with her ex hugh uh she doesn't have sending anymore so uh, i'm assuming that that would be hard she might frequent some places that they went together uh, if they were open um, to try to run into him. And I'm yeah, sure you she... can an investigation check. Okay. Um, it's going to be okay. <laughs> it's going to be a high DC. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, a, a seven is, is not enough to, to find him. Uh, you, you go to some of these locations and maybe hopefully at times, but with each time uh, you go, he's not, not there. And I guess eventually you just give up. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that there's not like a um, temple to Navras or anything like oh, that. No. Yeah. So, oh, no. <laughs> so it's not like I can just swing on by. Um, I think she'd probably like go check on Theo's restaurants, at least one of them. I'm assuming that they probably got pretty banged up, some of them at least. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been magical restoration um, and, and rebuilding teams. And uh, thankfully, uh, Theo's store or his restaurant is looking pretty pretty well off. Okay uh all right and then the only thing the only other thing that she would probably do in this period would be to try to get in contact with marcus to get uh rosanna's head for discussion Mm. oh that that does remind me let me go ahead and roll something oh um So a one, it's B, a two, it's Marcus, a three, it's Lux. All right, it's B. Hi. Uh, B, over at some point in the month, uh, you will get a a message from uh, Val saying- Why me? (laughs) I rolled a one. I'm the minor. Yeah, well, I guess it's easier to 
I don't know, but she she sends you the message for some reason. Yeah, and it's basically just a a check in uh, saying, I would really like to speak with you all for any updates on the contract you have with me. Please, at your your earliest convenience, visit the uh, Golden Empire Treasury. Okay, so she'll take that. She'll run up to her room, and she'll get on. Oh, her... it's a uh, it's a magic message. It comes straight to your head. Oh, never mind. Well, she'll run up to her room where she has her radio stone, and she'll mm. like start calling. Be like, "Is anyone there?" Hello. Hello. Hey, me, what's up? Um, I got this um thing from. Val, that hey, she wants to see us. Um, ha- hi, I hope your your month's been well. Um, Val wants to see us. Like the dragon lady? Yeah, oh, I, she contacted me. I don't. I don't think I'm the perfect choice to be contacting. But um, yeah, I guess we should go to the treasury. She said we should go there at, at our earliest <sighs> convenience. Hey, uh, no, we have to. Um, we gotta talk to to Rosanna. Would you Again. have liked to do that at some point during the month, Lux? Yes. Okay. I would have contacted Marcus because in the I know that uh, Senior Diego said that it was 10 days and I know that that time has passed so once oh, yeah. I felt like things had kind of settled at least a little bit. Oh, fuck, I have to I can't remember what we asked before. Damn, hold on. Uh, let me know what questions you'd like to ask. Uh, <laughs> she, uh, I, I feel like it's, it'll be best to role play it though, just because mm-hmm. uh, she will definitely be a little irate at this point. Well, yeah, but I, I think that Lux, uh, to Marcus's idea previously, Lux will take the form of Bow, and just, <laughs> this is such a dumb idea. Um, this is. This is not a, this is trademark, not a good idea. So last time we asked um, who the mysterious contact was. Um, We talked to her about, we got one name in that there were four of them. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when I, so I will, I guess, go over to Marcus's or meet Marcus somewhere. What's up to Marcus? Or I could invite Either. Marcus to my place. Either or. All those work. Yeah, uh, I think she'd have Marcus over to her place. Okay. Um, b- bring the head with you. <laughs> <laughs> and she'd probably invite B and Halo as well. Okay. Um, so I, I'm assuming this would be like right after B got the message from Bao, maybe? Or, or before. Or, or Yeah, before that. Um, so um yeah so she would just like have everybody over to her like a uh, very hippie apartment uh complete with like lots of beads oh there's beads. definitely a bead door a bead door <laughs> probably probably took all the doors off the hinges and only has be- oh, well no. not the front door but all the other doors instead maybe recliner, not the back instead of a recliner there's a beanie bag chair yeah <laughs> she's living she's living that hippie life um she leaned in yeah, so she has everybody over, and once everybody like comes in and gets settled, um, she's like, "Well, I, 
I have a new spell and I can do what Senor Diego did. Um, I just really, you know, want to be careful. She's like drawn the curtains and everything to uh, make sure that like nobody is peeking in. She obviously feels a little... um, Like bending the blinds while looking through bloodshed eyes. Yeah. (laughs) A little, maybe like a little paranoid. Um, about I think it's earned at this point. Yeah, uh, uh, just a little paranoid about using magic. Um, but she would look at Marcus and just be like, "Last time we had this conversation, we said that we would give her over to Bao, but I feel like we just need a little bit more information. And unless we're gonna go visit Cray Barrett in at the prison." They said Alcatraz, right? That that is correct. Yes. Okay. Unless we're gonna go visit Cray Barrett at Alcatraz and get the inf- try to get the information from him, I think our best option is to get the information from her. Now, I can transform into Bao if that's what we need. I don't know how well transforming Bao will work, considering magic and uh, spirit being, but. Uh... I mean, it's worth a shot. Worst thing that happens is that she calls you on it. But uh, I feel like we should definitely at least try and visit our friend in prison. If for no other reason, then uh, he's easy to get to and you have disguised self that you could use. Yes. Yes, I have disguised self. I have disguised self completely built in. Yes, you do. Yes, Yes, you do. Yes. Um... Right. So let's, she will, in the last outfit that she saw Bao in, she will transform into her and in, and use the cloak of many fashions to transform into that outfit as well. Um, and she'll just, you know, stand there and kind of like brush herself off. Just be like, just address me as Bao. And, and um, now we have five questions, correct? Or three. I think it's five. I think so too. I can click on the the spell. And just just to be clear, you are uh, pretending to be uh, the owner of the Golden Empire Treasury. Uh, you are currently in your apartment, surrounded by the other four people she saw when the spell was cast. Right. Uh, just making sure all of the Oh, no. Info is there. Right. Uh, okay, I I want to be Sue instead. <laughs> I've changed my mind. Um, yeah, like, I think she'll transform into Bao and then just kind of, like, shake her head and be like, this this is not a good idea. Um, and then she'll change into Sue, which is the form that Bao saw her in as well. Which... Feels like it makes a little bit more sense. Okay, so we've got five questions before I cast this spell. What should we... We need to figure out who the other three people are. Oh, no. I feel like that would be helpful. I mean... Well, above game, Lux Mm -hmm. needs this information to give to Hugh. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that's why she's trying to get it. If it doesn't work, then, you know, I mean, I have a feeling we're going to go see Cray Barrett anyway, but I figured we'd give this a shot. Um, 
I mean, don't forget our deal on the table with Rosanna is that she will go to the rest of the names once we revive her, if we revive her. So. But I don't think we'll be there for the reviving because I think that we said that Bao would revive her. I thought we could get the funds from her. Well, we could do that. Yeah. Okay. Me is just sitting around watching both of you guys talk. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna let the adults make the decisions. I mean, okay, so we need to figure out three people are involved. And the sum of money. Is that really all we needed was the three people? Yeah, the contract is considered completed once Baojin has sufficient information, which may include the names of the individuals directly responsible or the current location of the funds themselves. Current location. Right. And for my agreement with Hugh, mm-hmm. I only need the names of the people and who lost the money, correct? Uh, he wanted more uh, hard evidence. Any information you can give him will be good. It's just he wanted it for, you know, blackmail purposes, basically. Yeah. That's what? that's that's kind of Navris's uh, whole, whole deal is, you know, she wants dirt on everyone so, you know, she can pull the strings when she likes. All right. I will cast the spell looking like Sue. Okay. Um, yep, uh, you will all see. Um, does your speak with dead look similar to Diego's? Is it something that you picked up from him or does yours look different? Uh, yeah, I think it's something that I picked up from him that once I saw him kind of cast it, that I um, I was intensely interested in that and how to be able to do that. And considering that I realized that Senior Diego and I were similar, uh, I feel like I, I studied it and uh, am attempting to emulate his style. Nice. So in a, in a similar fashion, uh, from the eyes and the mouth uh, and nose of the skull, smoke emerges, um, only partially forming Roseanne, uh, her, her disembodied head floating there, uh, she blinks a couple of times, looks around, irritated, looks down that she has no body, then looks at you, the caster of the spell. I can see I'm still dead. Right, you are still dead. Uh, thank you. My friends have brought you in, and I just have a few preliminary questions before I hand you over to Baojin. Who's that? Uh, that is the head of the bank that I believe that... You- you agreed on speaking to and giving the information and that she'll likely resurrect you. Ah, right. Sorry, my memory's not good account of being dead. (laughs) That's fine. Don't (laughs) worry about it. So I just had a few more questions for you. I understand that Cray Barrett was the one, was one of the four or five bandits. Could you all give me the names of the other ones just so I can do some preliminary research? As soon as I get my body back, you can have all the information you want. Okay, I understand that. Um, And you will be able to relay this information to Baojin, but I can guarantee you that giving me the names and that's all will 
guarantee you a body. Glad to hear it. So can I have the names? I can't. I get my body? I... Uh, I, well, I can't guarantee that you get a body until I get the names because I have to make sure that you're not, you know, lying to us. All four of them killed me. I want them dead, but I want to be alive to see it. Oh, trust Catch me. My drift. You will be alive to see it. Just, you know, the names. Yeah, so she, she shakes her head. Uh, going off of your uh, persuasion checks with her from earlier, uh, she 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 shakes her head and she's like, "Afraid I can't do that. That's um, the only thing that's guaranteeing me coming back to life." Uh, very annoyed, Lux will just like <laughs> wave her hand and like dispel the spell immediately. Yeah, she's like, "Wait, I'm not done talking." <laughs> and yep, the, the smoke disperses. <laughs> She'll just turn back into her. Um, tiefling self just hands on her hips hippie clothes back on look at marcus and and be in halo and just (sighs) that went well i think that went well yeah i i i think it went just about as well as to be expected so are we we gotta bring her back I think, like Marcus said, we probably need to go talk to Cray Barrett, and we need to bring her back. Yeah, go talk to Bell. So, all right, okay. Uh, we'll probably have to do that at a later date, since this is before she gets the message. Since this is before B gets the message, um, I'm assuming that the bank is not open to visitors quite yet, considering the incursion. Well, the bank is actually in the upper district, which was practically untouched. Hmm. Well, surprised. Oh. <laughs> uh, so it is open for business, yes. Well, I guess we could go see Bao then. But, but we should probably wait until after B gets the message. Because... Yes. Uh, sure, B, B gets the message. <laughs> And off we go. And off we go. <laughs> Fine, I guess. <laughs> I um will take the form of someone else, though. Okay. Because I was in... Oh, shit. I will... Mm, who's the... I'll take the form of Lorian. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you, you guys get up to the upper district. You will notice through the district wall uh, or the district gate, uh, it is incredibly difficult. Um, the The toll basically is asking you for, for documentation that's not necessary or, you know, irrelevant, irrelevant. One way or another, you get through, but it is the biggest hassle. It's like crossing from Canada into the U.S. Oh, man. But you eventually get to the the bank where the uh, one of the, uh, you know, treasurers uh, will immediately, like, notice you entering in. You see them leave. Uh, <clears throat> and, and shortly later, um, uh, we'll greet you at the at the front. 
Uh, um, and uh, yeah, she'll she'll with raised eyebrows uh, look at you all. Do I have good news? We have some news. Mm-hmm. He's just carrying the skull. Yep, holding by the hair and or hat. <laughs> you will you will see some of like there there's someone in line. It's a noble-looking person, uh, and she turns to see it. You hear, like, a gasp, and she faints. <laughs> um, Bao just looks at you like, we need to go somewhere else, and she'll usher you to the back. I was about to suggest we find a little more private of mode. <laughs> Indeed. So, yeah, you, you guys go to that same room uh, that you had the discussion in. Uh, she doesn't turn on the cone of anti-magic this time so she can retain her form but yeah you you put the, the skull on the on the table she just looks at you i'm supposing this has our information on it this is a witness they mm-hmm. give us all four names of the culprits we have one as insurance we know where this person is it's not accessible but they are being extremely obstinate they want to be resurrected, and they'll give us the rest of the information. Sounds perfect. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, that is definitely something we can fund. Fabulous. I know that she will appreciate it. And I'm pretty sure you will too, because this lovely corpse of a head, she was killed by those who uh, took your money. She wants them so extremely dead. I can imagine. Right. Mm-hmm. She does. Well, I guess it's time we contact our friends at the Church of Hooray. We should do that. Excellent. Baojin will will leave the room. Right before she leaves, though, she says, Can I get any of you refreshments, coffee, water? Might be a while before a representative shows up. Oh, no, thank you. I'm fine. I appreciate I'm, that. I'm good. Um... He was a turning to leave when she hears B, and she turns around to look at you. Could, could I possibly have some Cheetos? Some Cheetos. Yeah, I don't think Do they you... have Cheetos here. Do you have Cheez-Its? I'll see what I can find. Okay, thanks. You're the best. I mean, right. yeah, I guess you're the best. Right. And with that, she leaves. I don't think I'm going to get those Cheetos or those cheeses. <laughs> I, how about I take you to buy some after? We can go to Wawa. Ooh, I can get a Sizzly. Yeah, that sounds good. Is it just me or did that seem a little too easy? Jeez. No, it seemed easy. Yeah, she seemed... Oh, no. Oh, no. Do you think she's going to arrest us? She could arrest us. For. She just seemed really eager, and I'm suspicious. <laughs> well, I mean, it was a lot of money that went missing. Yeah. Just from Marcus's own paranoia, he's going to go to the door and make sure it's not locked. Nope, not locked. Yeah, but I've made don't... an inset check on her. Uh, you sure can. I'm not going to want to do one, too. I got 18. I'd like to do one as well. 
Let's all insight. Yes, you may yeah. all insight. Uh, Lux, you're just super paranoid yeah. about everything lately. Uh, Marcus, she she seemed a little arrogant, but that's commonplace amongst gold dragons. Yeah. Um, same same thing. B, uh, you don't you don't notice any deceit from her. B will probably just chill the whole time. I would like to cast tongues while she's gone. Okay. Wait, how long does that last? Ooh, it would only last an hour. Mm-hmm. Probably about 30 minutes into us waiting. Is there a clock in the room? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so like 30 to 45 minutes in, that's when I'll cast tongues. Okay. Because I don't want to do it in front of anyone that's not my friends. Um, eventually, a treasurer does stop by the room with some uh, snacks for you. There's just an assortment of different types of fancy chips and probably like Belvita crackers. Doesn't really sound fancy when I say it like that, but all of them are like super healthy and, you know, not cheesy or artificial in any way. She gives you like a sparkling water too. Oh, thank you. I, Lorian, appreciate this. You would like this. (laughs) But... Yeah, Bao does return, and with her in the uh, sort of vestments, also known as scrubs, uh, is a a priest of her reign. Bao gestures to the, the skull on the table and hands him a large bag of, of gold. A very large bag of gold. Uh, to which, which he nods and begins casting an hour-long spell, uh, you will watch as over the course, the uh, the body begins to shine with a golden light. He uses uh, a lot of gold dust, which he, he basically, when he traces his finger, making these holy symbols in the air, the gold or the diamond dust lingers uh, and glows with this golden light. And it's maybe you know, interesting for the first five minutes, but it is very boring to watch as he slowly resurrects this uh, dead body. Uh, do, you, do you guys do anything during this? B is just standing there. Her eyes are super big. She's so interested in this, but she's also like kind of disgusted. Trying to eat the snacks while watching. She's like, this is disgusting. Oh my God. God, but these chips are actually kind of okay. I did not know that this spell took an hour to cast. But anyway. Are, is there any like pads of paper that you'd get at like a bank and like and like uh wanting to take notes? No, I, I want to play tic-tac-toe. Oh geez. Dibs <laughs> on X. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, uh, after an hour, you'll see. Roseanne, um, you know, flexing her her fingers, looking, you know, pretty alive, and uh, she she nods and and says, "Wow, thank you kindly, Doc." Now, uh, I guess we have some talking to do, and she'll look at uh, Bao, and Bao will nod. Right, and 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 I believe you said you'd answer some of our questions as well. Yeah, and, and that and to that Roseanne will look at you and and Bao will shrug. 
All right. Well, uh, the names of the the outlaws who who done me in. Their names are Billy West, Cray Barrett, Bonnie Sinclair, and Kurt Wagner. Those are your guys. They took your gold. Billy West. That's a stupid name. All right. And they, do you know how they stole the gold? Because you said you heard from the Roa people. So she didn't hear from the the Roa people. Uh, She just heard talk of the suits inside. Ah. All right. Am I free to go then? Bao will, will shrug and say, I have all the information I need. Thank you very much. I have one question before you head out of here, though. Oh, really, I have two questions. Uh, the first one is, how do you hear about those varmints uh, getting ready to, uh, for that heist? How did you know to intercept them there? Well, I had been tailing a couple of them for a short while. I just thought it was pretty lucky to find them all in one town. Okay, second question. Are you going to go hunting down now? You bet. Can't let them get get one up on me like that. Um, I've got some work to do. Do you need any help? Oh, I was about to turn to Bow and say, "Hey, Bow, do you want us to uh, help her out?" Um, yeah, Bow will will sort of like look at you, and she says, "That's not my concern at the moment, but I would like my gold back." Okay. Um, if Roseanne, you plan to go after them and you see fit to take these blades with you. She shrugs. Okay. Uh, You said that they were all in one town. What was the name of the town? They They were found in Last Hope. All right. I think that's all I need. Um, with that, Bao will, will turn to the four of you and say, well, I believe our contract is concluded. Um, be sure to tell your other friend, the Heathling, uh, that she is no longer under the contract as well. We'll do that. Thank you. And uh, with, with that, she will, she will nod and escort you all out. Uh, okay, and now that the contract is over, once mm-hmm. we find out the information, like, we have these names, so we can give those names to Hugh, right? We could be like, hey, here are the names, because that wasn't, like, part of the contract, correct? No, that is still information uh, considered under the contract. So the magical contract says... Damn it! <laughs> If we were to get Rosanna to tell him, however. That's true. But she doesn't know how much gold has been taken. That is the main thing that Mm. Hugh needs to know. Wait, oh, so before we leave, can we ask Bao that? Yeah, you guys know how much was was taken. Oh, we do. Roseanne does not, and you're not able to communicate that detail to her. Uh, Okay, and we're not able to communicate that detail to Hugh. Correct. An error has been made. A clerical error. 
Okay. All right. We'll figure this out. That's fine. Well, we have but, uh, congratulations. Guys you guys are you guys are no longer under the thumb of the dragon. So Yay. That's, that's good. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we do have four guys to pursue. And honestly, if we just grab one of them, we could just take him to Hugh. Because, hey, look, we now have person who can identify other persons who can tell them exactly how much money was stolen because they have part of it. I don't, I don't know if they would have had enough time to see how much gold was on that entire train. I mean, fair. They could definitely say how much they took personally is he looking for a, like a precise number here uh yes oh well, my god all right well well this could be you know what we can always try to figure out what the guy is who talked to, who gave them the mission is so yeah if we can track down who hired them we have mm-hmm. a better, uh, better chance of figuring that out true 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 mm-hmm. uh do you guys remember how much gold was taken no Nope. Uh, it was 265 million. Got it. Um, I guess, um, you know, some point later in the month, Lux, hmm. uh, you would have also received a message from Hugh. The the sort of, you know, video game, you complete the mission the next day, you get the, the updated quest, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, but yeah, he, he sends you a message. He says, Hope all's doing well. I was just curious if you had any more information about our little investigation. Let me know. I hate him so much. <laughs> he's, he's pretty. He's pretty fun to talk for. Not not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, I I can't give him any information. Uh, you're allowed to talk about the contract. You're just not allowed to talk about the details. Right. Uh, the most you can say is I was under contract with them. I'm still not able to talk about the details, but I do know the team. Yeah. yeah so I basically say that um, when I say like, oh, convenient to hear from you now. Been looking for a while. I was under contract with Bow at the bank. I'm out from the contract and I have details, but I can't tell you about the details. You know how these things work. Yeah, you, you get a message probably like an hour later. He's like, sorry, was busy. That shouldn't be too difficult. If you'd like to meet up, we can discuss in more detail. Uh, I will shoot back a message and just be like, tell me where and when. Okay. So yeah, uh, do you do you ask the others to join you with your meeting with Hugh or I... is it just you and Hugh? I ask them to join me, but I'm like, I can't, it's like a recon sort of thing. I'm like, sit in a different booth and I'll go and just like keep an eye on the situation, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, he would have asked to probably meet at a discreet location. Oh, not like a restaurant? Oh my God. Restaurant, if you, if you wanted. Okay. Uh, I'll let him pick, um... Yeah, I'll let him pick the location, as I want him to feel safe. Okay. Um, so yeah, do you guys, do you guys like sit on the opposite end of like in uh, neighboring booths with the menus up over your faces? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would totally be doing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Wait, 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 uh, wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. 
Would I be tall enough to sit in the booth? I mean, they probably have booster seats. For gnomes. Uh, unless you want uh, your battle bee to also be equipped with a booster seat chair. Mm. A saddle to ride the, the battle bee? Yeah, yeah. Mm, I guess when we walk in, I'll just go find someone to ask for a gnome booster seat. Okay, they're definitely they're definitely different from the ones they use for babies. Totally, they different. are. They are. Yes, definitely. Um, they're different. <laughs> yeah, it has gnome written on the side. It's gnome. Yep. It does, and it's just written on the side with like a sharpie or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, uh, so Hugh meets you, uh, sits with you in the booth, and he says, well, I'm very interested to hear, but as I understand, you're under contract. Mm-hmm. That's not as big of a problem as it may seem. There are certain spells that can work around that. And you're just gonna cast a spell in the open here. Well, why do you think I wanted to meet somewhere discreetly? Okay, that's fair. I mean, you should just stop by the apartment. You know how to get in anyway. The way I see it, you have two options. You can either let me cast Detect Thoughts on you. You can't think about it directly, but if you allow me all the way in, I can pick around at what I want. And the other option? Uh, he was hoping you would ask about this, and he says, are you familiar with the Speak with Dead spell? I am. Unfortunately, nobody is dead here. He shrugs. It's possible to extract information from one who was once living, even if you're under contract. You see, Once the soul departs the body, the body is no longer under the contract, since it's tied to the soul itself. If you were to, say, be indisposed of for a short amount of time, we could have a conversation. How do I know you'll bring me back? Uh, He just smiles at you like, I guess you'll have to trust me. The only reason this seems like a better option is because I really (laughs) don't want you poking around in my head. Yeah, he he shrugs again. Uh, What is what is B and Marcus doing right now? You you guys can hear all of this. Is there ice in my cup? Uh Oh yeah, sure. I take an ice cube out of my cup and throw it at her head. <laughs> Are you I trying can... to do it like discreetly or Oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be discreet about this as much as possible. Like I'll probably take the ice cube, put it on my thumb, put it beneath the table, and just kind of flick my thumb towards her, trying to get the ice cube to hit her because she's taking way too long to uh make the obvious choice here, at least in my size. <laughs> Did you so where where did you sit? Did you, are you taking a seat that's like back to back with her, or are you at like a central table that's like standalone by itself? Uh, we'd probably be back to back, so she'd be like right behind me, and you'd have he to would like be across flick her. it up over your head and have it land on her. No, no, it'd be more like 
I without turning my head around, I kind of feel where her head is, and then just kind of lift my hand up, flick it backwards, so it just hits it right in the center of the back of her head. All right, make a make a sleight of a hand check for me. This sleight is gonna hand. go. This is gonna go down my shirt, isn't it? <laughs> oh! Did you get nineteen? Amazing. Amazing. Uh, let me find Hugh's <laughs> character sheet. Oh shit! Um, cause oh my. Oh God. shoot! Where did I put him? I lost Hugh. He's in here Begal. somewhere. Promise. Did you make him an elf or a half elf? Half elf. Yeah. There's Doctor Danger, but that's not Doctor Danger. Probably just going to give him a plus four because uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, he doesn't notice. Um, <laughs> he's too busy looking at the menu. Um, and Lux, you just feel like this ice cold cube hit the back of your head. <gasps> Uh yeah okay so where are you gonna take me to kill me? <laughs> she says this like ice. She just like seizes up a little bit, and this ice cube just falls down like down her hair and down the back of her shirt, and she's like, <laughs> okay. He he shrugs and like this is just a casual conversation. He's like, whatever's best for you, I suppose. Um, I mean, how are you gonna do it, though? He twiddles his fingers with magic. Can I bring some friends? I don't see why not. Okay. Maybe they can help. Maybe. All right. (laughs) All right. Fine. Uh, We have to do it at my place, though. Okay. Unless you have somewhere nicer. Yeah, he, he shakes his head. All right. <laughs> Turn around to Marcus and just like tap him on the shoulder. All right, come on. <laughs> you always have to the hard way, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I just don't want him in my head, you know? That's between well, you and your husband. Please uh, finishing eating her cheese sticks. <sighs> I'm gonna order a drink. <laughs> but like just straight vodka. And I'm gonna tip it back. All right. And then let's go to my apartment. Ah, I did find his character sheet. He had a plus seven instead of a plus four, but that's it. That wouldn't have helped. <laughs> no. He will have you just like lie down on your couch and he says, Are you comfortable? Can I get you anything? I hate you. <laughs> She's just like looking up at him. She's like, I just, I hate you. You have to bring me back. I'm <gasps> sure your friends will ensure of that. I'm going to take out from my pocket or from my bag, probably the scroll of Revivify that I still have on me. And I'm going to hand it to Marcus just in case he doesn't. But you've only got a minute. Do we know Um, Actually, you, you'll have more if I just cast a spell on you. <laughs> uh, you. You see, you hear from Halo, who's in the corner of the room, just uncomfortable with this in every single way, but too too shy to say anything about it. It's okay, Halo, it's fine. It's, 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 it's fine. It's, you know, 
Who who hasn't died and then been brought back to life? He'll raise his hand. Everybody slowly raises their hand. Uh, uh, okay, try not to make a big deal out of this. You know? Yeah. Is it gonna hurt? Oh, yes. Very no! 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 Don't, can't you do something painless? It's called inflict wounds. It's not really painless <laughs> in any way. You couldn't lie to her? <laughs> what? She's like shaking her head. No, 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 no. I don't want inflict wounds. You're going to inflict wounds. And then I imagine he just grabs her and does it. Oh, no, he, he's he's completely like waiting for you to you, you to calm down. This guy has Which, terrible butts head manners. You, sh- you should not be. <laughs> <laughs> this dude's the worst. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. Okay. 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 I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Let's do it. Just do it. Just do it. Okay. Um, yeah. He'll, um, uh, he'll just like snap his fingers and you'll see uh, the tip of his pointer finger has this uh, necrotic sheen over it. And he just taps your forehead. And let's see how much damage you take uh, with a third level inflict wounds. Holy shit. Um, (laughs) Well, I'm assuming you're not, like, avoiding it. No. No. And let him kill me. Uh, So you take 39 damage. That doesn't kill me? (laughs) Oh, sorry, only 29 damage. I look up at him and I'm like, that really hurt. Oh. Sorry, let me try again. And he taps you on the <laughs> on the forehead again. Um, another another inflict wounds. Um, oh time he'll he'll do uh, just at second level. That should be. Oh, okay. I know. <laughs> oh uh, so another twenty nine. <clears throat> uh, I think that does it. How much does it have to be to kill me? So you have to fail all of your death saves first. I'm down. I'll uh. Fuck. Okay. Uh, the first one is a success. Second one is a fail. Uh, he is he is going to also cast some more damaging spells on you as you you make your death saves. Thank you. Shit. All right, here comes last one. Oh fuck. All right, go ahead, cast a more damaging spell. Okay. You you can't you can't do anything, so you automatically fail against his toll the dead. So. Yeah, Lux, your mind goes to somewhere uh, that is important to you in life. Um, Where would this be? Oh my gosh. Just important, not like, just significant. It's significant, important. It's a place where it has a lot of impact in Lux's life. Right, so she would be at the lab with the masks unfortunately yeah they are sort of just milling about you are inside of uh what you remember to be the containment chambers uh, however it is currently open uh and there is a blinding white light emanating from the door uh, do you you go towards it yeah uh but before before that can happen 
I think before you can like you're you're reaching your hand out out to the door before you can get there uh you gasp awake back on your couch as Hugh finishes casting uh revivify welcome back uh Ooh. you were out for not but a minute i don't did you did you ask me the questions he nods and got you it got... all got everything we needed um, what is what is everyone else's faces right now? Uh, Marcus has definitely got like a stern face on and uh, got one hand on his weapon just in case Hugh did not honor his agreement. Yeah. Uh, so you all you all would have uh, watched Hugh as immediately when she was gone, he cast the spell. You saw uh, Lux in a sort of like hazy smoke form give him the answers. And immediately afterward, uh, he cast Revivify using a diamond that was in his pocket. All right, then. Um, yeah. But yeah, Lux, you you, you blink, uh, you feel air going in and out of your lungs, uh, and you're, you're alive. Yeah, she's just sitting there, like, in her changeling form of, like, the, the white skin and these completely black eyes and just long white hair kind of just, like, falling over her body. And um, she just looks at all of you and then looks up at Hugh and is like, that, that's it, we're good. I have what I needed. Great, I, that was, I was back at, I was at the lab and that was so weird. B brings Lux a glass of water. Yeah, she's like shaking, like her, her hand is like shaking a little bit while she goes to take it. Hey, um, so you don't have any built-in ladders in your place, so I had to climb on your counters. I hope that's okay. That's fine. I'll get ladders. I'll get we'll we'll get you a ladder, B. Don't worry for for when you stay the night. <laughs> oh well, thanks. She just seems the water. completely dazed and she takes the water and just takes a sip of it and is just All right. <sighs> I can keep the cloak, right? At this point, Hugh has already moved to the door. Um, <laughs> and yeah, he, he turns over his shoulder and he's like, oh, that old thing. I suppose Navras won't miss it too much. Thanks. She'll just, just wave. Marcus just shakes his head. <laughs> um, begins to look around the room, uh, look for some kind of a blanket so he could put on to Lux so she can get some rest and hopefully, uh, you know, recover some energy. Yeah. And with that, Hugh will will leave. B is going to... Does Lux have a TV? I'd say so. Yeah, okay. it's, it's a pretty common household thing to okay. have. She'll go um, to the TV to put something cool. on for everyone and she'll turn channels until she finds the movie 2001 a space odyssey and yeah she'll stop at that and be like i think this looks like a good movie we could watch together while you rest yeah i think so that sounds like a good idea are you gonna stay the night um i can call my dad okay you probably yeah. need somebody to watch after you i mean you were just dead also it was totally not a minute it was more like three <laughs> I was dead for three minutes. Halo like is like holding his forearm like nervously and he like 
nods. I uh, cast gentle repose on you, so you're good, though. Oh, Halo, thank you. Ugh, all right. I'll go call my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I can... <laughs> she'll, she'll start to get up a little bit. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, as, but he's, as Marcus sees you try to get up, he pretty much pushes you back down and says, no. Right. We'll take care of it. What do you need? Just, I was going to help B get the phone because it's high. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going I'm to need some help. Um, I'll give her a boost. I'll give her a boost. Thanks. Okay. Okay. Gymnastics. Yeah. So I, I, as a DM, I'm not entirely surprised that that's the route you wanted to go. I, I am a little bit though. <laughs> just, just a little bit. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, like as a player and thinking about like what Lux would do and considering how she's already like shared secrets with Hugh and then he fucking dumped her and was like, I'm sorry this happened to you. Like she was like, absolutely. I do not fucking want you to get up in my brain again. Like, mm. no. no so yeah, like <laughs> bring on death, I guess. <laughs> I don't think I would have done it if I didn't have the scroll of Revivify with me, though. Mm-hmm. Um, just just so you know, that did not get expended. Uh, you did have Revivify prepared, so yeah. you're you're all good in that department. Excellent. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll I'll tell everyone that they can stay over and we can have popcorn and watch Space Odyssey, two thousand one Space Odyssey. All right. Totally. Um, I guess I have another thing uh, to add to the list of things that happens in this month. So um, after this little incident, about a week later, there are accusations of the Golden Treasure Embassy forging documents and uh, having lost a a total of 200 million something gold. The, The bank obviously denies all claims, but there are currently investigations going on. Wow. So there's there's that. Too bad it would be impossible for us to ever give that information. Yep. <laughs> Too bad. But yeah, that, that brings us to the end of the month, uh, where a very, very popular national holiday is, is fast approaching, uh, known as Heroes Day. Uh, this, this holiday uh, commemorates the soldiers and warriors who fought in the war against the Demon King. Hmm. Hmm. The celebration has the old, you know, planes fly over the city. Uh, There's fireworks at night. And a lot of the local populace of the lower and middle district will actually set up in uh, the outskirts of the city to watch uh, the fireworks show above the mountain. Would you all uh, like to gather together to to watch the fireworks show above the kingdom? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. She has to be with her dad. I'm sorry to be a buzzkill. Bummer. Wait, her I dad mean, we... built Warforge for the war. We could just go over to B's house, right? Like we could. Yeah, B could invite everybody. Uh, well, the thing is, you won't be able to see the fireworks really from your house. the The best view of it is on the outskirts of the kingdom. It's like the the That's whole fine. Disneyland show. 
Can my uh, dad come? Yeah. Honestly, why not? He could bring his grill. He definitely has a portable grill. He does. No lie. No lie. I can bring like a pie or something. He buys the pie from the store. Amazing. Uh, so yeah, you guys um, get situated. There are a lot of people who are like setting up. Uh, they've got their cars uh, and then like blankets set out on the on the the dirt and grass and sand. You guys have your your jeep, and uh, yeah, B's dad begins grilling for you all. Uh, the sun begins to dip below the horizon, and you watch the planes uh, fly over the the tenth kingdom as the fireworks show begins to start. Nice. This is nice. Um, which brings me to our our new character. So we see from your perspective, you're in the cockpit of of one of these planes. Your your radio, uh, you're, you're hearing, um, you know, your allies talk to you and, and give you orders or waiting to receive them. Uh, there are explosions from all sides of you. Uh, you hear, you know, frantic screaming or, or panicking over the radio before just static. You're getting closer and closer to the the drop site, and as as you get over where uh, you need to drop it, you you pull the lever, dropping the payload. There is a dazzling explosion of colors. There's this deafening sound, uh, which sounds like sonorous or like you're underwater. The entire airship around you shakes as everything goes dark around you and for for a second you're you're nowhere moments later uh you will see more explosions dazzling colors these sort of like stars of of fire <laughs> you will we watch as several balloons get get caught in in your plane's wings um, but you are, you look down at your plane and you are losing power fast uh, and starting to lose altitude. Uh-oh. Uh, come on, girl, stay with me now. Uh, the, the plane is is rattling and you see electricity sparking from all of the, the console. You you bang on it a couple of times, but it's it's not responding. Uh, and you, you start to go into a nosedive. That's a bad sign. That normally fixes it. This brings me to uh, you all. You notice one of the planes from the show flying close, dangerously close. It's actually on fire. Uh, it's oh. hurtling towards you guys. <laughs> on fire? Uh, oh, uh, uh, B, do you think we should like move your dad maybe? Uh, yeah, my yeah, dad he's should just be flipping in this. burgers right now. <laughs> we should go, we should move. We should, we should, we should go. I'm gonna um, have Shunwei. I'm no, gonna no. yell at Shunwei to pick up my dad. Are there uh, many people around us? Uh yeah, they're they're all like screaming and, and panicking as they they see this airship, uh, this plane, uh, start careening towards you guys. I shoot my gun in the air three times, uh, mm -hmm. trying to get people to snap them back to reality, trying to get them to run as fast as possible. Yeah, yeah uh, definitely. They they start fanning out, 
and you will watch as the plane, after pulling up a little bit, crashes in the distance close to you guys. Oh, shit. Uh, I will head that way immediately. Like, I'll just start running towards it. Same. Okay. Marks is on his way. Um, yeah, um, so... B, your dad looks at your friends as they both like take off in a mad dash. Uh, are you are you with them? Um, they're just really interested in crashes. They don't tell them to come back and it's not safe. I'll be right back. Shoot away, you stay with dad. You B, hop we'll on that'll be that'll be, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh Zephyr, uh you were able to survive the crash, although Damage to your plane um, is is very severe. You will notice, like, parts of your plane have been broken from the crash. Uh, you look over and you see uh, a wing in the distance. Uh, the uh. the glass is shattered. You've got like a couple cuts and bruises, but nothing nothing that takes away your HP, so to say. Uh, yeah. And you will notice uh, some figures running to you in the distance. Zephyr is going to pat the console just kind of lovingly and unbuckle himself. Yeah. It never did me wrong, girl. He'll just, he'll probably get out through like the emergency hatch or something. Just sure. scramble out. As you guys approach, uh, you will see a wrecked aircraft with an individual, individual stepping from it. Uh, Zephyr, would you like to explain what your character looks like to everyone? You see the figure is wearing all kind of brown leathers and sort of like flight suits from the like vintage, like a vintage flight suit sort of look. He's got like the bomber jacket and on the back of it has like a insignia of like a scissor tail bird that's also on the side of the plane. And as he rips off his air mask and uh, helmet, you see that he has light blue skin with a very silver white hair and he has he's pretty lean he seems to have like kind of like a runner's build in a way and he stands at about like average height or so and uh what what race uh of character would they see they rec- they would know what an air genasi is correct uh no well that's what he is whether they know it or not <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um a sort of human looking individual but with a tinted sort of sky blue color skin. Also, he has a sort of like this a wind aura that sort of like follows him around. So it always looks like he's, you know, in the middle of a... There's always like wind like sweeping past his hair and stuff. And that's what we see slide out of that emergency hatch. Pull off the mask. Indeed. Yeah. Lux just like comes to a like skidding stop. Uh, and and uh, looks back to Marcus and is like, hey, someone's coming out. And then she turns back and sees uh, him and it just she looks perplexed. Now that got Harry very fast. Whew. And you should have seen him. Shaking my fist as we ran along. It's firework. Uh, Ooh. Anyway, go call the press. They're gonna wanna get my photo. Um and probably need a medal. Whew. You want okay. a medal for crashing your plane at Heroes uh, Day? 
Arose. They ever have a day named after me? I've just been gone. And he'll kind of look up and see you guys. Are you like a reenactor? Yeah, like, he's gotta be, right? Pretty authentic looking clothes. Oh, 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 hold on right there. He'll pull out from his chest. He'll pull out like a handgun from his jacket and point it right at Lux. Hold on, boys. You appear to be infiltrated. Lucky for you, I can spot a demon a mile away. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not a demon. I'm a, I'm a tiefling. Yeah, Marcus you know, gets between them. all say. Marcus steps between Lux and Beth. Um, we don't even know his name yet, do we? No, not yet. No. Not yet. Look, I don't know who you are, but she's a friend of mine. I know who she is. She ain't a demon. Chill. Listen, pal. I understand it can be hard sometimes, but I can tell you for certain that that is in fact a demon. No woman would ever wear such loose clothes. (laughs) Marcus has to pull the rifle off of his back and says, friend, put your weapon down. We won't hurt you. Loose clothes. (laughs) Lux just looks at B. You have a really shitty attitude. Man, uh, it's like it's like nineteen sixty seven. What's happening? Um at that point, uh, can I have someone probably not Zephyr because he's so close to the plane. Could I have someone make a perception check for me? Anyone or everyone except okay, not Marcus. <laughs> oh. That one. Not Lux with an eight. Already? Oh, you got a two. Mm. <laughs> Halo! Right. Halo! I give Halo a bardic oh, inspiration. Halo! <laughs> Damn. It's a, it's PCs. <laughs> he got a two. Oh, that was my God. Man. Oh, my God. Could Battle V make a perception? No. Fine. You know, I have the stupid Battle V make a perception. She's not stupid. She's not stupid. I just am upset that she has to be the one to it's make it. wisdom, right? <laughs> Yes. Okay. The best one. Oh my god. (laughs) All right. The battle bee will begin tugging on your your clothes, Beatrice, uh, and gesturing towards the the plane, uh, which you will now notice. You thought it was emitting smoke, uh, but the smoke has not gone anywhere. Eh? Um. And as you look at it, you will see crackles of electricity, almost as if it was a storm cloud. I don't think we should be this close to your plane. It looks very bad. Uh, I need, uh, as soon as I move you guys over to the map, uh, I need everyone to roll initiative. Hey, (laughs) James, can I have a snack? Oh, yes. Do do we want to take a quick snack break real fast? (laughs) Yes. I would yes. absolutely love one. Okay. Yes. yes. Go go get a snack break. <laughs> okay. Do I have someone back? It's me. It's a me. It's a me. It's a me. Uh, do I have everyone in the initiative? I just don't have. You don't better be. Mm, slackers. Mm-hmm. I'm I back. Say but one... Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess looks that would be. That would be your turn. So what seems to be attacking us? The cloud? The cloud is threatening. The, the cloud, cloud has is thre- very threatening. They are not hiding. 
So you know their location. They are just heavily obscured from you. Uh, They? You can can discern that there are two creatures moving within the cloud. Yeah, I will, um, I'll... I'll cast slow on... Well, well... I won't do that, because I want them to come out of it. So what I'll do instead of casting slow is uh, I'll cast Shatter uh, directly in the middle. Okay. At, um... That's only 10-foot radius, so I hope that I get them. Uh, I'll cast it directly in the middle. I'm only going to cast it at second level, so... Okay. You would know that that would hit both of them, so hmm. yes. Uh, they need to make constitution saves. Yep, DC 16. First one is a 15, hmm. narrowly missing it. Second one is a nat 1. Woo! Uh, Let's but go. What type of damage is it? Thunder damage. So you will watch as uh, when you shatter, uh, there's just this explosion on the ship. Zephyr, you watch your ship get get more torn up by this spell. The spell only does half damage to them. I'm going to back up a little bit. Actually, I'm not going to really back up. I'm going to kind of spread out and um, move about 25 feet. Zephyr, that is your turn. And would I recognize these creatures? You can make an arcana check. Soft 20. You have, you have no clue what these are. Oh boy. But occasionally from within the cloud, you'll see within a storm cloud, a jolt of electricity. Zephyr will move to, like, to this side of the ship. Okay. And can I count that as cover? Uh, yeah, that's fine. And I'm going to shoot at one of these. Okay. I'm not sure if there's one me to point a specific one because I can't see them, but uh, you know the the location of both of them. So just um, there's one closer to you and one further away. I guess I'll hit the one closer. Okay. Uh, the closer one is just 20 feet away from you. And I'm going to take my first shot. Lamo. Um, a 15 would hit. However, uh, you will watch as a bit of distortion occurs from within the cloud. Um, your pistol like rings out and the sound is immediately muffled uh, as this thing casts a spell of shield. Your pistol missing it. Uh, I'm going to aim at the other one then and shoot at that one. Uh, so it's a 24 hit? Uh, yes, yes it does. Six. And since I'm not within melee, I can't uh, do the martial arts. Um, I think I'll end my turn there. Beatrice, that is your turn. Beatrice is going to ride out um, in the direction that Lux went. Mm-hmm. And she's going to take two shots with her light crossbow. Okay. Uh, which one? The one that did not cast shield. She will shoot twice at. Okay. Uh, the so first one hits, but the second feet. one does not. Uh, and you do have disadvantage on the attack rolls because you can't see them. So it takes three damage. Uh, Marcus, that is your turn. Is this over here like cover? Can I get behind it? 
Uh, yeah, as long as you are uh, up over top of it. So this is sort of at a decline starting from up here. So I will move my 30 feet here, and then I'm going to shoot in, shoot into here. So let's go ahead and I'll shoot the one without shield. All right. Uh, you have disadvantage because you cannot see it. Okay. A 13 does not hit. Okay. And I'll shoot it again. 17 does hit. Uh, 11 piercing. 11 piercing. Uh, Halo is going to go ahead and twin cast haste on Marcus. And he's going to look at you, Zephyr, kind of hesitantly. And then he'll look at Beatrice trying to decide who he's going to cast it on. I think he's going to cast it on B. Uh, so Marcus and Beatrice, you both get hasted. All right. Heck yeah. Uh, and yeah, he kind of gives you a uh, wary look, Zephyr. Like, I don't know who you are. Yeah, fair enough. But <laughs> you will watch as emerging from out of the cloud is a monstrous looking oh, jellyfish like creature its tendrils are are zapping with electric energy uh and it's sort of like vibrating you see it's like membrane uh, around its like the cranial cap sort of uh distorting the air around it what the fuck is that <laughs> And let's see. I think it'll just... Who's the last one to hit it? I think that was Marcus. Yep. Uh, it will go ahead and... It, it turns to face you and uh, sort of like vibrates slightly and sends your way uh, a bolt of electric energy. It zaps against the rock, uh, missing you with a 10. And then thusly retreats back into the oh fog. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> this one will move here. Still obscured from Lux here. Oh, uh, no. It's not quite within range, though. So, uh, I think it'll go for an easier target of, of Zephyr. No! Uh, oh, boy. Zephyr, you are within range of it and you cannot see it, so it has advantage on its attack roll against you. Uh, it will shoot a electro-bolt your way at advantage. Does cover help? Yes, you have um, a quarter cover, so I think that's plus two to AC. Thanks. Uh, but a 23, is that enough to hit you? Yes. Oh, gosh! It deals you 12 e-lightning. Uh, e yes, 12 e-lightning. It deals you 12 lightning damage uh, as you watch a bolt of energy zap from this thunderous cloud. Hey, God, it's not e-lightning. Yeah. Lux, that is your turn. Wow. Wow. <laughs> this is uh, fun. Okay, are they, are they like, oh, I couldn't. So when I saw it come out and then go back in, did it look like it was... <laughs> 
You know what I'm about to ask. Did it look like it was maybe standing on the metal plane? Uh, no, it was hovering. Fuck. No! Um, it does not look like it has any means of, you know, flying, but somehow it was able to keep itself off the ground. Okay. All right. Okay, I'm going to get in close. This is... You're just gonna heat metal the whole plane. It's I already, wanted, on, it's I was already gonna, on fire. I was gonna heat metal the whole plane. Just had insult to injury. Oh my god. I was gonna heat metal the whole plane. If they were standing on it, I was gonna do that. But they're not, so and they're not oh, I do have some concentration checks to maintain for the fog here. Should have done that earlier. I will let you do that. Uh, so, okay, no, it drops. There, There's no cloud anymore. Uh, but still, the 23 would have would have hit you because that was the first roll. Okay, cool. But now yeah, that I they're, see they're them... right there. Uh, now I'm going to cast slow on them. Right. And, yeah. Uh, that's a DC 16. It's a... What... What wisdom save? No, wisdom save. That's right. It's a wisdom first one, save. Fourteen. Uh, second one gets a nat twenty. So one of them. So first one fails. Yeah. So that one has uh, speed is halved, minus two penalty to AC and dexterity saving throws, and they can't use their reactions. All right. And Sounds it can't good. use a bonus action and an action on its turn. So. All right, sounds good. Uh, Zephyr, uh, that would... Oh, did you want to use your bonus action at all? Uh, yeah, I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Jump with the Ring of Jumping. Uh, you can't cast <gasps> uh, two spells in one turn. Uh, even if are... it's through the ring? Even if it's through the ring. Uh, the, the rule... So technically, you can cast two leveled spells. You just can't use a bonus action and an action to cast them. Oh, okay, which well... Which is super weird. That is super weird. So I'm gonna toss B a Bardic Inspiration. All right. That's uh, a D8. Uh, Zephyr, it is your turn. Uh, this one All currently right. has a minus two penalty to AC. And seeing that, he will hop up and charge right on over, defending his plane and his dignity. Damn it. Mm-hmm. And he'll make two short sword attacks, followed by an unarmed. Okay. 12? Uh, the 12 is just enough to hit it. Yes. Nine. Okay. Uh, 14 also hits. Let's go. Eight. Okay. And unarmed. 16. Unarmed also hits. And with the unarmed, I'm going to use... I'm um, going to use Stunning Strike. All right, do it, do it. Me. Uh, does it need a con save? Yes, con save. Uh, uh, yes. What's your DC? 14. Okay. It gets a, gets a three. Uh, that's a fail, so not only is this one slowed, but it is also stunned. Yes! Okay. Yo. That's how we do it around here. Hell yeah! Also, he will, as he punches into it, he sort of looks at his hand, confused, feeling something for the first time. Mm. Oh, and it's it's super like squishy. When you take your hand away, your your hand is actually numb from the amount of like static electricity jolting off of this thing. 
In that case, he's feeling two things. <laughs> Beatrice, that is your turn. What would you like to do? Okay. Uh, so uh, you I are currently haste... hasted as well, yes. Yeah, that means I can get an extra attack, right? Uh, one extra attack, yes. That's fine. Okay, I'm going to take three shots at the one that um, Zephyr was just attacking. Got a crit, uh, and then a nine and a twelve. Uh, so you're attacking which one? The one that Zephyr was just messing around with. Uh, yeah, the the twenty five hits. The seventeen also hits because it is just stunned. Five. Okay, so the first one is five, and then the last one, the second hit, which was not the great, got higher and is a seven. Uh, you hit three times. Did I? It's stunned. Did the, the 12 also hit, yes, because it oh, has a minus okay. 2 to, to AC. Sorry. Okay, no worries. Four. So, 16 damage? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, and I'm just going to send Battleby forward. Okay, you can move up to... How far right. did it move? 40 feet. It is not a crit, because you do not have advantage on this one. It is not stunned. Yeah. Uh, but the 8 misses. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcus, that is your turn. All right, so I'm going to take three shots, two at the one that's stunned and one next to the battle bee. All right. So the first two are for the stunned one. Okay. Uh, 22 and a 20 hits. Okay. Oh, I'm so well disadvantaged. I'm sorry. I assume we're rolling normal now. And these are the 20 hits? Uh, yep. Okay, I'll do one more for the other guy. Uh, yes, 25 also hits. Okay, so here's for the stun one, and here's for the other one. Well, you did three attacks, right? Yeah, did the 11 hit? Well, you had advantage. Oh, shit, then, yeah. Uh, okay, so that's uh, 18 for the stunned one, and 9 for the not stunned one. All right, good deal. Yo. Okay, Halo's turn. He will. He'll just go ahead and twin cast guiding bolt. Uh, yes. Both of them. So, and eighteen hits. Both of them will have advantage on them, and they both take twelve radiant damage. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, the one on the bottom will use its reaction, which it can still do, mm -hmm. uh, to cast shield. Uh, so it is not dealt the 12 radiant damage. The large aberration will loom over to you, Zephyr, and uh, it will. Well, actually, the one that's the one that's pretty hurt is gonna. Does it make it save at the end of its turn? For slow, um, a creature affected by this spell can make. Yep, at the end of its turn. Okay, uh, I can't do anything until stunned because I think it's stunned until. Oh, it's the end of my turn. Yeah, the end of, of my next turn. turn. So that's right. Uh, it's still gonna make the. It's still gonna try to make the save though. Uh, so, fifteen that's... is not enough to be unslowed. Nope. Uh, this one will just float over like a big electric balloon, uh, and it'll try and slap you with its tendrils. First one is a sixteen. Out for it. But where did my shoot? And then go? the other one is a nat one. That uh, is so a no and no. Both of those miss. Oh. All right, Lux, that's your turn. These guys are kind of far away from me. I cannot 
do things. Okay. Um, Shatter, though, I, I, I can cast. And if I cast it here, I believe I get both of them and not Zephyr. Um, yeah, so I'll cast Shatter. I know it doesn't do a lot, but I will cast it at... Hmm, I'm going to cast it at third level. Okay, and these are constitution saves, not dex saves? They are. All right, so the one on the left... It's a 21 uh, and takes no damage. Nice. Okay, great. Uh, You will watch as it distorts out of reality, avoiding your spell completely. What the hell? Uh, The other one, it's not having a good day, will take five damage as it distorts slightly, but not enough to get out of the full attack of the spell. All right. And I, as as a um, as a bard, am going to move up thirty feet uh, next to Battle Beam because you know I'm a bard and that's the thing to do. Uh, and as a bonus action, oh no, I don't think I'm close enough to Marcus. I think I have to be within thirty feet to give somebody a bard inspiration. Sixty feet. Uh, okay, Marcus, uh, take a bard inspiration. Yes, thank you. You are welcome. All right, Wesley, it's your turn. I'm going to call you Wesley from forever. Uh, I mean, Zephyr, I looked at the wrong name. Damn it. Oh, I was like, what? (laughs) Who's Wesley? Uh, Yeah, I know. (laughs) I'm going to try and finish this one off. Sure. Uh, It is still stunned. All of these attacks have advantage. Uh, 19 will hit. Eight. Okay. Uh, 19, 19 again. Will also hit. Uh, that kills it. Very good. And it. Uh, going to use another key point to do Fury of Blows on the other one. Uh, so two unarmed. Yep, yep. All right. 13. A 13 is not enough. Soft 20. A 20 is enough. That's 10 bludgeoning, and I'm going to make that a Sling Strike again. All right. Gotta love monks. Uh, constitution save. It's a 14. Ah, uh, that's my save. All right. It meets it, it beats it. Um, you you punch into this thing again, your your hand feeling numb for like slight second. You see it seize up, but then like uh, distorts uh, the air around it and starts crackling back to life. Beatrice. She's going to take three more shots at the last standing. Do it. Don't forget you have a bardic inspiration. 23. Ooh, crit. 25. And the 12, which can she use her bardic inspiration for the 12? Uh, she sure can. Uh, D6 or you don't D8. Wanna, for... You don't want to use it on the crit? Can I use it for damage? No. I was just joking. <laughs> it's a D8. I was just saying, I didn't think so. Okay. Is it a 17 hit? Uh, a 17. Uh, would hit. Uh, it is going to use shield again, so that does not hit. What a bitch! Okay. Takes 26 damage. Okay, that is a good chunk of damage. Yeehaw! Battlebee right. is also going to move up and attack. Okay, don't want him to be in the fire. Don't want her to be in the fire. She's going to try her very best. Alright. It misses. Uh, yes, a, a 10 does miss. She's just not used to me not being with 
uh, completely fair. Uh, Marcus, that is your turn. I do three shots. Okay. Ready for this? And they're all at normal, right? There's no event whatsoever. Uh, that's correct. One, two, three. Uh, the Ooh. 15 and nine miss, but the 27 hits. You right. have Vardigans for... Oh, I... oh, that's right, I do. This will get to use my Bardic Inspiration 15? Uh, yeah, it's not the end of your turn yet. Okay. So, 1d8. Yeah, yeah that'll, that'll hit. 23, all right, here we go. So that's... Uh... No joke, it had sixteen. No joke, it had fifteen HP after that last hit. It. <laughs> um, awesome. So yeah, with your your final shot, uh, your bullet pierces through its membrane and exits on the other side, uh, like a deflated balloon. Uh, it falls onto the ship, and yeah, you'll watch as the electricity uh, zaps from its tendrils and then falls limp. You will begin to hear in the distance sirens as it sounds like some enforcement officers are coming to investigate the site of the crash. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Okay. Hey, Lux is Ooh, just going to look at, at um, our new blue friend and just be like, hey, come on, we, we got to go. Like She's Why? nodding. The police are coming. And? I'll have you know, I was once an officer as well. Um, um, l listen, okay, here's the deal. I have to go, uh, and I'm pretty sure B does too, and so does Halo. Listen, there's this magical law enforcement thing. I don't know how you missed it, but uh, they'll arrest magical you. Law enforcement, yeah, they'll it's arrest like, me. Well, probably you crashed a plane. Ah. <laughs> uh. I crashed a plane saving the world, lady. But tell you what, I don't want you out of my sight. So I'll go with you. She's uh, giving Halo, him such a look. Halo's going to speak up and say, we have burgers, if you like burgers. That just sounds plain dandy. Just don't say anything weird to my dad. Just don't talk to my dad. Yeah, listen, right. man... This was just a really weird fireworks display gone wrong. So, like, let's bump out of here. Uh, let's go. <laughs> I'll say. Okay. And he'll follow along with them. Uh, so you guys uh, vacate the scene. Uh, Zephyr, you turn around and see your your beauty, your, your plane in a fiery wreck. Uh, you can hear the, the sirens in the distance. Yeah. He'll, uh, for a second, he'll stop, put his hand over his heart. I'll miss you, girl. You two boys. And then he'll turn back around and follow them. Um, you will see a very nervous-looking uh, elderly gnomish man and a four-armed... You'd be familiar with them. Uh, it is a warforged, uh, something constructed specifically for the purpose of war. But yeah, he is currently grilling a couple of burgers looking anxiously in your direction uh, and gets a, a look of relief uh, when he sees B is okay. Hey, B's dad. Mm. What is B's last name? Her last name is Bronswick. Hey, Mr. Bronswick. Hey, you kids okay? Everything. He's going to look at Zephyr, who is a 
new party member. He's like, I don't remember seeing you before. Who, who are you? Oh, yeah, we never got just his looks, name. Just kind of looks at B. Um, the name Zephyr. He'll point his spatula in the direction of the crash and then point it at the direction of the, the sounds of the sirens. He's like, what's what's going on here? There's a crash and now there's police coming? What, B, what, what's going on? People were drunk driving. They were so, drunk, drunk driving. Yeah. A plane. Yeah. Yeah. Pepper uh, smells his breath. <laughs> well, uh, Miss Brunswick, I don't really know what was going on, but we 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 saw a, a downed plane, and then we ran into our new friend Zephyr. And uh, there wasn't a lot happening over there, so we decided to just jet from the scene, you know, just let the police handle it. You told me to stay, you taught me to stay away from those types of things, remember, Dad? Yeah, well, it might be best to leave if they start asking the local people some questions. Yeah, maybe we should okay. go. Uh, you want to go back to the house then and make the burgers? Sure, that that sounds good. And he starts like packing up the the grill. Uh, Shunwei picks up the grill with one hand and puts it in the in the jeep. Shunwei, don't forget your grill, like your apron for grilling. Uh, he hasn't taken it off. Perfect. So, was this like? Do we use like the same jeeps during the war? This is actually a a what? What's the word? Surplus. Refurbished. It's a, a fixed uh, up Jeep from the war. I imagine like he'll go up to like maybe like a rusty spot of it, like rub his finger over it. All right. How's this already rusty? These things are brand new. Uh, uh, the war was like a hundred years ago, right? Are you asking the GM or yes, every Mr. party? Mr. Mayor, the war was like a hundred years ago, right? Uh, this hero's uh, this Kira's Day marks the 100th anniversary of the war. Uh, Lux will look over to Zephyr and just be like, "It's this Jeep is like 100 years old. 100 years old, please. Um, this can be more than a couple years old, that bet. What year do you think it is? Uh, what was the year? Like the uh, 1860s. I said that it was 1967 okay. earlier. Yeah, basically. Uh, 1867. Mm, I don't think you're Yeah, 1967. Well, you fall in league with, looks at Lux. Let's put it different characters. So perhaps mm -hmm. we just go by a different calendar. And but Zephyr will step on. No, we use the same calendar. I'm not. A oh, he's, he's not in Kansas anymore. What's no, Kansas? Does anybody like, have a newspaper? Does anybody have a newspaper? Um, ah, newspaper. That'll do. Uh, B's dad definitely does in like the glove compartment. Yeah, I was about to say her he's dad probably, would totally have a newspaper. Right, he's probably using I go like get, Yep, yep. <laughs> B, get the newspaper. B will go pop up in the car and get the newspaper out of the um, glove compartment. Uh, this is all well and interesting. Let's take this on the road, shall we? And oh, he's yeah. like <laughs> tugging you guys. 
I'll jump into the I'll jump into the back seat, put the violin away and tuck it under the tuck it underneath. So as you guys drive away, we we linger, you know, in the the wastes where we see the plane crash. Uh, a bunch of like law enforcement have the plane surrounded and over the uh, carcasses of the aberrations have been thrown tarps. Uh, one of them like jolts to life uh, and one of the officers like makes a like scared face and looming over him is uh, what looks to be one of the captains. And yeah, he's just looking at it in disgust and he looks over at the empty cargo or the empty cockpit sees that the glass is busted but that there is no driver and yeah he he narrows his eyes and and looks in the distance uh, of where you guys departed oh but yeah assuming you guys get back into the city um okay uh feel free to to discuss further with with uh with zephyr Should we, like, if we get to B's house and, like, we go into the backyard and we all sit down, like, with a drink? Mm -hmm. Uh, You can still hear the fireworks, like, exploding above you guys. I'll go into B's house and I'll ask her dad if he has any good liquor. B, is your your dad the kind that that has liquor or is he more of just a uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon kind of guy? Oh, he definitely just drinks Pabst. Okay. He doesn't yeah, so do he, hard liquor. He, 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 just... he brings out like a couple six packs. Thanks. <laughs> Looks bad. But she takes one anyway and cracks it. Cheers. Um, He'll take one. Yeah, cheers. My player memory is just absolutely horrible. The lady dwarf who helped us defeat the, the Evander. demon. Evander. Evandra. Would he know Evandra? Uh, no. Uh, Lorian, Evandra, and Anubis were sort of like a, I guess you could say, secret group. Uh, they they yeah. weren't really working all with the rest of the military. They were like a special operations unit. Ah. Uh. I, I wasn't sure. That was period the same time period. You might have some kind of reference. Definitely same time period, though. Okay. Hmm. Would there be a record of him disappearing? Uh, at the monument, perhaps. At the monument? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is a Heroes Day monument in uh, the upper district. Oh, could we? I'm... <laughs> okay, okay. Wait, first of all, we have to figure out your name is Zephyr Wesley. Zephyr Wesley. Okay. Hi, I'm Lux. Nice to meet you. Sure you are. No, that's that's my name. Right. right. He's still very suspicious of her. Listen, I'm Marcus. I'm... <laughs> Go ahead. How do you do, Marcus? I'm well. Give you a handshake. Nice to meet you too. I vouch for her. Yeah, I'm I'm a tiefling. Like she's pointing to like the horns. They're they're red and they they glow at the tips. There's four of them. She's like she like takes off her like uh, rose tinted like glasses that she has. Yep, there she is. 
and um she's got gold glowing eyes too and she's like see pointing to her teeth tiefling you can call yourself whatever no the could they not i'm gonna look back on marcus and b and uh halo and be like were tieflings not a thing before the war i don't think so uh should we ask your dad yes uh what are you asking him uh were tieflings a thing before the demon war yeah so you go into the house and he's like watching a game show with a pabst in one hand there's like a little side project he has next to the tv that he likes to tinker on when he's watching tv mm-hmm. but yeah you he, he shakes his head he's like uh no they didn't start showing up until Round when the demon king left. Oh, oh! She she walks back out and is like, according to your dad, they didn't show up until after the demon king left. That's weird. That is weird. So you've never oh. seen a tiefling before? No. Okay. Like <laughs> she just kind of shrugged. She's like, trust me, it's like you're not like a demon. You're it's don't. <sighs> I can't really explain it. So, let let me try something. You're not a demon. Right. But you have horns. A, does she have a tail? She does. A spaded tail and red skin. Right. And, and? Not a demon. Right. Yeah, no, it's... um. I guess technically they kind of have like demonic heritage. We we have demonic heritage, but um, I'm not a demon. Um, My parents Halo, were tieflings. Halo will will speak up and and say, uh, th- there were a lot of demons about a month ago. They invaded the tenth kingdom, but they're all gone now. I think. Yeah. So also, well, I know what uh, Halo is. Ah, uh, yeah, you know what he is. He okay. is a, a Triton. Uh, but you've yes. never heard of the Tenth Kingdom before. Now, my counting might be off. Did you say Tenth Kingdom? He, he nods. To my recollection, there's only ever been nine. Oh, buddy. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to get you another beer. Just you okay. wait. Just wait right there. Lux just sits down. Like, I'm also, one of, like, did, we ever, the... did we ever get the paper? Uh, oh, yeah, yes. definitely. Okay. First, I was thinking it might have been a misprint. It's just got a little more interesting. There's like 10 different newspapers on the table, all with the, the same date. You, 1867. Are there any articles in there about Hero Day? Uh, yeah, it was like, it has like best viewing spots for for fireworks uh it has some of the speakers who would speak at the hero day festival but yeah there there's also like uh some veterans that that are speaking at the event some of which maybe uh zephyr you recognize though they look incredibly old like so much older you could say a hundred years older than you knew them ah there's old Quinn there. He got fat. <laughs> what a bastard. Are there um, any pieces on are, are there any pieces about me? Uh not specifically, no. My crew? My ship? 
Uh, there is mention of your your plane and what its its mission was. Uh, there's like a brief little historical section, I guess, uh, that would mention you and and your team. Is it like in the margins? Uh, definitely, yes. Oh no! The margins. What? Let me see. They put me. They put us in the damn margins. She will get Zephyr. like up on her knees and like lean uh, over. Zephyr's just gonna stand up and like pace to a corner. Uh, Lux, do you read the 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 section that has uh, mm-hmm. that Zephyr was reading? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Zephyr, would you like to explain what the newspaper says? Probably goes along the lines of one of the most renowned bombers. The scissor tail was chosen for the mission to infiltrate, fly over enemy territory, and drop the reality bomb right onto the Demon King's castle. Oh, what? However, uh, it went missing shortly after the bomb did. Uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read that out loud to B and Marcus, and then I'm gonna look up at Zephyr who has paced over to the corner. There's just do you, uh, B. Did you give him a fresh beer? Yes. Before even opening it, he just crushes it in his hand, just out of frustration. I can get you another one. Oh. You know what I need? Uh, no. A, a fucking Therapy? statue is what I need. Fame, glory. B, oh, have a beer. Ah. B, we hand out beers. Thanks, B. Not just for me, for the boys too. I think you might also need therapy. I don't know what that is. He says and just oh, no. <laughs> opens the can of drinks. Oh no. oh no! Marcus just kind of have has this weird look on his face, and um, he looks at Zephyr. Zephyr, what is the last thing you remember before your plane started to crash? In Zephyr's head, it's probably him going, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, what's that light? But he turns to you and says, well, I dropped the bomb, saw the Demon King shaking his fist up at me as I did so, as if it nailed him right in the head. Then everything just kind of faded. The scissor tail never misses. Do you think think he hit his head really hard? Do you think it's actually him, or maybe does he have like like a head injury? Would I have noticed any kind of uh, markings on this his flaming plane that would lead me to believe that it would be from that era? Uh, you could make a history check. Okay. Ooh, also, I almost forgot to mention, you can also, much, I guess it would also probably be another history check on his pistol. Yeah, I, I would love to do a thing on that. Um, yeah, so with that history check, when looking at the the plane in the black and white newspaper and thinking back to what his plane looked like, yeah, it was it it bears like an impeccable resemblance. Marcus's eyes would probably be drawn down to a service pistol. Would he recognize that of being of the era as well? Uh, yeah, you can make another history check at advantage. Figure that'd be a fun detail since he's a gunslinger. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about doing that. Thank you. Oops. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the eighteen. Um, you you would recognize this as uh, a gun from that era. Yes. Okay. You probably only seen them in museums. 
I'd look at pretty much everybody in the room, and Marcus would be kind of just kind of um, guys. I, I, I think he's actually from a hundred years ago. Um, Look who's catching up. Well, no, no, no. This has bigger implications here. If you're here, it's entirely likely that the demons who attacked us might have a new friend as well. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. No. (laughs) Ah, no. Why not? Uh. (laughs) Why not? You killed the demon king, right? So right on him, right in on him, right. Okay. What? Did just, they tell you so... what the reality bomb did? No, no. A I'm banned just... little Albert Einstein. Just, just so I, I know the separation of like your character knowledge and player knowledge. Uh, Zephyr never saw the demon king. Oh yeah, right. yeah. No, he's boasting okay. that he did though. I'm, okay, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, just he's totally lying about that. Just just, just making clarity. sure. <laughs> he he claims he did though. Wink, wink. He's bluffing mm-hmm. real good. I guess if you want to, you guys can make insight checks too if you wanted to. Oh, I'd love to. Ooh. Absolutely. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the well, natural well, twenty. Should I even roll? Uh, you can. Eighteen. <laughs> Ooh. Guys, where were these rules earlier with the perception checks? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Okay, Badger, with your five, everyone else, he's not lying about dropping the bomb, but you do get the feeling he's a little more grandiose when he's saying his deeds. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Welcome to the 20th century. Oh, could we tell? This could be a big problem. Yeah, this is not good. Um, did you have any family? Any anybody that we could like look up from a hundred years ago? I would like another beer. (laughs) Oh no! Oh no! (laughs) Be will run to get another one. Oh no! Oh. It's yeah. he's just gonna pull a cigar out of his out of his coach jacket. Oh, just no. sit down. I'm sorry. Does anyone have a light? Mine appears to be out. I think I have a lighter. Hey, it's yeah, not we'll... not so bad. Well, I think the first thing we should get sorted is where you're staying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're not homeless. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'll man, be glad to dog take him in. <laughs> yeah, Marcus would volunteer to give him his place to stay for a while. I tell someone. Try. Is there uh, any uh, military officials? Uh, I report back, right? Tell them mission uh, um, success. Also, oh. why am I blue? Wait, yeah, you, I, weren't... you weren't blue? You weren't blue before? I don't know why I didn't just notice that. Is it? I should be my eyesight, surely. 
Your yeah. hair is like your hair is like silver white too. Was I'm gonna say not- he didn't notice it before because he took off his jacket when he walked in. Mm-hmm. So you can see his that arms makes, or hands. That makes sense. Hair is uh, white. Uh huh. It's not a bad look. No, I think you're killing it. Yeah. Is there, like a, it... is there a mirror somewhere? Lux is basically a mirror. I am not doing that. <laughs> I don't know this man. I'm not um, trying to scare him anymore. Yes, there's def- <laughs> definitely a mirror in the in the house. He shows you to the the uh, half bath downstairs, and yes, you are you are drastically different than before. Oh boy. He's just going to do like the Home Alone scream or cry or whatever. Oh my gosh. I imagine that we're all like, like leaning up against the wall of the half, like of the hallway outside of the half bath while he starts screaming. Oh no. Oh dear. Okay. Well, I guess we have to keep him now. Yeah, yeah. we keep him. <laughs> Okay. Well, I guess the first thing we should do is I don't know how to make this better, but I don't know, maybe like make it wait for him to calm down, maybe. Uh-huh. Oof. All right. I have a plan. Okay, what's the plan? I'm going to get him really drunk and we're going to let him sleep it off. That's a good idea, Marcus. I think that's a solid plan. I'll go get more beer. No, I think it takes so much blue ribbon. This is is going to take a little bit more blue ribbon here. He's a man from the 1940s. He's going to need a lot. He's going to need some dwarven ale, some dwarven rum. All right. Well, you can have the keys to the car. Who's not been drinking? I'm going to look at Halo. He was already raising his hand. Halo, can you take us to the liquor store? Um. Yeah, there's probably one open yeah. on Heroes Day, maybe. Yeah. All right. Cool. As we go to the liquor store, Marcus will definitely be going through every little detail in his mind about who does he know who might have any kind of influence on any kind of military planning against the demons, because this is this is severely unnerved him. Does Marcus know a guy? Marcus knows a guy, but he already used that once. I'm not sure it happened again. I mean, you can you can roll it again. All right. Well, let's see if I know a guy. It's a d20, right? Mm-hmm. So with that roll, Marcus says that he, he knows a guy, and we will determine what that contact is next session. Good plan. What does the the remainder of the the night look like uh, for you all, though, as uh, Zephyr, you come to grips with your new reality? A lot of drinking, mm-hmm. probably old timey songs, um, stuff like probably like Blood on the Risers or whatever, some mm-hmm. old wartime songs. Probably try to cheer him up. Yeah, Definitely we could probably ask B's dad if if because he was in the war, right? Uh, no, her dad wasn't. He oh. built Warforge in a factory for the war. Oh, okay. We could ask him if he knew, you know, any old-timey songs or anything, I guess. Anything. That's Lux will definitely true. play some. 
I think he's the kind of person that would definitely say the names of them, but would be too shy or unwilling to sing them. I'm sure Lux probably knows them. Or at least some of them. Mm -hmm. Lux will uh, take out her violin and play them. Or some of them. And uh, with that, I guess we pan up as the fireworks continue to explode above you guys. Oh, man. Lux will like at least try to comfort Zephyr a little bit and also offer him healing because he did seem pretty banged up from you know the fight and the crash mm-hmm. she'll just try to offer a little bit of reassurance like you know don't worry we'll mm, now hold on there I'm... <laughs> wait, mm. wait 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 I'm sorry what do you mean hold on um Nuns, quick women. Yes. Yes. Need more. Keep going. Uh, okay. All right. Um, she will slowly back away and just look at Marcus and be like, this is your problem now. I got another guy. Um, Marcus, get over here. I need another drink. Yep. All right. Um, I, I go to the bar and quite loudly ask for a bottle of vodka and very quietly ask to fill it with water. Uh, did you guys bring him to Mr. Green's? Oh Not my gosh. Green's, no. Uh, it would be a different bar around town. I wouldn't bring him to Green's. A seedy place. Wait, why wouldn't we bring him to Mr. Green? Oh, because he's kind of a rack right now. Yeah. They they give you a, a thing of water. You don't have to do gold for it because it's included in your price of living. Cool. I'll ask for two tumblers and uh, go back to the table. Okay. And pour him a glass and pour me a glass. I uh, host them and knock it back. Cheers. And he'll knock it back as well. Rinse and repeat until the bottle is gone. <laughs> Good. And then uh, I would suggest that we head in for the evening, all the night. So first probably falls asleep. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I was going to say, if he doesn't, Lux would like lean over to Marcus and be like, I could cast sleep on him if you wanted. He falls asleep on the court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh man. Thanks for listening to another episode of Radio D&D. Make sure to join us next time, and make sure to check out Ben, who created our podcast cover art at Drawforth Arts on Instagram.